He's like, let's say your daughter grows up to be a heroin addicted murderer. Fucking what? Oh my God. He's like, okay, I got an example. This will clarify it for you. Your daughter, she's hooked on heroin. She's sucking dicks left and right. I'm talking (laughs) ass to ass. And she's just, she's stealing quarters out of the bottom of your purse. And you could just see the cum on her old stained clothes. There's blood coming out of her rectum. Would you still love her? I'm going somewhere with this. I'm Jesus. <laughs> God awful movie. Movie. Movies. Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema, because if we didn't, my PureFlix subscription wouldn't be tax-deductible. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. Thanks. So, uh, you know what's a good movie element? What's that? Anything happening in the movie. (laughs) One single piece of plot or action or humor or suspense or drama just, just in case anyone's curious any of those things would be a good movie element man are we gonna earn those patreon dollars today yeah all right so also sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend eli bosnick eli how are you this fine afternoon sir i am amazing noah and you know why why is that because as i was watching this movie i realized that you guys were watching it too and that <laughs> every moment i was nope. just like oh Heath is doing this, I was and he's doing not, it. I was likely not watching the movie when you thought I was, oh, or at all. Fuck you too, Eli. <laughs> Your misery yeah. also made me happy. All right, so tell us, Heath, what will we be breaking down today? All right, so Eli and Noah watched <laughs> The Perfect Stranger, and uh, I drew maps of different parts of the world from memory. Um, I cut my toenails. And, uh, no, that's always then good. I did that a few more times, which was a mistake. Is you don't want to do it more than more than the once usually. And then I drew a map using the blood from my toes. Cool. Uh, that was fun. Also a mistake. But still better than watching this movie. It's about sitting at a table. It's literally, I watched it on fast forward and it looked like a still image. It's people sitting at the table. So I gave up. I was like, nope, fuck that. Not watching the rest of this. Oh, for fuck. Okay, Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love romantic comedies, but you hate how none of them star the Messiah, you will love this movie. It's when Harry met Salvation. Uh, well, but if if when Harry met Sally had just been them in the car, right? If yep. it had just been 90 minutes of them trying to think of stuff to talk to, playing the alphabet game and shit like that. If some- this woman had an orgasm or a fake one during this movie, <laughs> I w- that would have been amazing. That would have been everything. Nope. Nothing. No, no. So this movie falls firmly into the category of a Christian writer going, ooh, ooh, you know what I should have said for 52 pages, right? We've seen these before. This is just a fantasized discussion with a non-believer the way they wish it would go. Yeah. And it is, we should point out, it is literally just two people talking interrupted by a lovely Italian dinner. And, well, and I do mean interrupted. We'll get to it. Yeah, I don't think it you doesn't mean lovely. Mean lovely. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right. So is there anything that I'm sure there is? I don't even know why I'm asking this as a question. Hey, nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at something, guys. It should be easy. No, no. <laughs> fuck this movie. You get nothing from me. You get nothing. <laughs> it gets no bests. Um, all right. So I'm going to go best worst 
bullshitting your way through to a movie length runtime. <laughs> All right, because if you look at this on Amazon, you would believe that it is 91 minutes long and you'd think, hey, that's feature length. And as desperately as they, you know, insert fucking pointless B-roll into it and draw out the conversation with multiple courses having to be slowly delivered to the uh, conversers. It's still only an hour long. So the credits are like half an hour of like interrupted by interviews bullshit, right? It's like you get three minutes of credits and then you get 10 minutes of the lady from the movie going, yeah, I had fun filming this and because they gave me money <laughs> at the end. And then you get three minutes of credits and then 10 minutes of the guy from it going, yeah, I had fun being in this here movie because we paid that lady to think I was pretty. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go with best worst movie getting distracted by its own hook, right? <laughs> Do you mean the food? The food! <laughs> this movie, so it's a dinner with Jesus, spoilers, but it is equally important that they're having dinner as it is that she is talking to yes. Christ in this movie. Yes. They will get interrupted by waiters and talk for <laughs> solid minutes about the food. <laughs> they talk about splitsies, they talk about the wine, they <laughs> deliberate on dessert. It's Fucking but and mid-conversation. It's not like, oh, that's a point and we're done with it. They'll be like, but when my father was on his ooh canoe, <laughs> it's the best. Well, right, because like the, the precept of this movie ostensibly is what if you went to dinner with Jesus? But as it plays out, it's actually what if you went to dinner with Jesus and neither of you could really think of anything to talk about? Yeah. What if you went on a bad blind date <laughs> yes. with Jesus, right? right? Not the wacky blind date, but just like, ah, oh, there's not chemistry here, but like, we're, I'm not going to leave. He's being like, nice. Yeah, he's right. He's being nice. I'm not going to just <laughs> it's have a date, dinner. It's a bad date with no good story at the end. Yes. Exactly. It's the best worst date with Jesus. <laughs> All right. Well, this movie was maybe the longest hour of my life, so I'm going to need a quick break before we relive it. But when we come back, we'll dive into all the awkward conversation you have with strangers while you're waiting for your mutual friends to get back from the bathroom. That is The Perfect Stranger. And cut. Great job, everybody. That's a wrap. Yeah, movie. Movie. Okay, so uh, how much time do we have? Uh, well, let's see. We have the, the bit with her and her family. Great scene mm -hmm. with the mayonnaise. Thanks. Yeah. And, and then and then she gets the invitation. Right. Yep. Invitation. And then she sees it's not her husband and then she leaves. So eight minutes. Eight oh, minutes. Really? Because we, we shot all day. I, yeah. So yeah. Have one. No, I felt like, felt like that would have been longer. But yeah. okay. Uh, what about some B-roll of people like pretending to be in a restaurant. Uh, we got that. Okay. And and you hired people who had clearly never been in a restaurant before? Yeah. Just like you asked. Never, ever been in a restaurant. Good. Okay. Okay. You know how in the way we have the movie now she leaves? What if she doesn't leave? Doesn't um leave. Yeah. You know, like what if they chit chat for like an hour? They Chit chat, just like yeah. talk about about like, what bullshit. wine they're gonna order. Oh, yeah, and the food, right? Okay. That's a movie. Mm. Hey, you guys know what I always say, right? If it's, it's 90, 90 minutes, minutes, it's a movie. a movie, exactly. Don't put the cameras away yet, boys. We ain't done. All right, uh, they could order bread, 
I love bread. That's good. I love bread too. That's a go on the bread. Dear Journal, today we're watching The Perfect Stranger. Looks like it's going to be pretty boring. So note to self, wax new ping pong paddle, Heath. Dear Journal, I'm back. Best movie ever. There's stuffed mushrooms and garlic bread. Journal, uh, me again. Check that. Boring movie, way too much talking. Correction, uh, again, there's Manicotti, best movie. Worst movie. Okay, movie's over. Uh, I call it 50-50. Needed more Italian food. Also, who orders just one cannoli for dessert? Bullshit. It's actually cannolo, if you say one. And we're back for the breakdown, and we're going to start off scrolling through one of those douchey neighborhoods where they list the home prices at the end of the street so everybody knows which people are the best. You know, the the (laughs) fucking neighbors. Oh, these are the 180s. Oh, good, good. I literally wrote, montage of neighborhoods I'll never be able to live in. Well, except that this was filmed mostly in Kentucky. If this neighborhood's in Kentucky, you could buy this neighborhood, Eli. That's true. I could buy the block. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so we we cut inside this this uh, well-to-do home, and we've got we're scrolling over old pictures as a like way of telling the the exposition. And the only exposition is that like our main character is one of those people that started as a very young child and then proceeded through life in order. <laughs> right? It's just like, oh look, she graduated and got married. Like if we saw a middle-aged married woman, we'd pick we'd figure that out. Ugh. Family pictures are obnoxious, though. Just like put some fucking art on the wall or something. Like, yeah, right. wait, I fucking hate these people. I'm so angry already. <laughs> It'll give you so many better reasons. All right, so the credits wrap up, and we're gonna meet mom. Did mom ever get a name? Did this character have a name? No, Nikki. Nikki, that's it. Yes. Okay, so we're gonna meet Nikki. She's getting her daughter Sarah off to school in the morning, and it looked to me. Like she was loading her up with a peanut butter and mayonnaise sandwich. Ugh, mayo is fucking gross. I hate them even more. It's so disgusting what's happening. Yeah, she's spreading, I think, mayo, but it's unmarked mm-hmm. mayo. It's like it's a plastic bag of pretty sure white paint inside a blank jar is what <laughs> they have. So it's prop mayo. Like how many times did they need a, a, another take of spreading mayo that it was going bad? <laughs> She's just like stabbing herself in the eye with a butter knife, fucking it up. Really? I feel like one guy who is involved in this movie got way too into, no, this is how they do it in movies. And he's like, no, no, we don't have to use real mayo. We can use spackle. It's just on the video. Use spackle, damn it. (laughs) But we have to buy spackle. No. No. I'm not thinking this through. Shut up. I have a bag of spackle. All right. All right. Wet bag of spackle. You carry a bag of spackle? Yeah, and then, okay, so she starts yelling for the kid. Um, The kid's going to have a camp out after school. Dad's too damn busy being a person with a job. None of this will ever matter. He's on his damn palm pilot. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Again, another one of these movies where one of the antagonists is gainful employment. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Assholes. And before the daughter leaves, she's like, and I packed you a special dessert. And the girl's like, is it an apple? And she's like, yeah, it's an apple. And she's like, look at me in my heart. Look at me in my heart. You're a bad mom. 
You're a bad yeah, mom. Yeah, I mean, you're a good mom for giving her an apple, but if you told her that was for dessert, you're a bad fucking mom. I also want to point out that the ADR in this scene was done inside the oil tanker from Waterworld. <laughs> right? Like, there's one line where dad cuts in, it's very obviously doesn't match what he's saying, and then they cut to, like, from behind him for no reason or whatever, and it's just all <laughs> echo. And he's like, no, I am your father. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right, so the little girl goes off to school, and then we learn this is basically the plot of the movie. Dad was supposed to take mom on a date to an Italian restaurant today, but at the last minute, he got tickets to a Cubs game. So he's going to that instead. He's standing her up. And mom is so mad. She's like, you forgot our date night? I was going to shrill at you. (laughs) Yeah, okay, but go fuck yourself, lady, because he got tickets behind the first base dugout at yes. Wrigley Field. Literally right by... Fuck! You, but we had reservations at Applebee's. Seriously? <laughs> fuck you. Well, you and had that's, a $10 tasting menu at Applebee's? Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> well, and that's the fucking thing is that it's your goddamn movie. You could have made dad write her off for something significantly less awesome than seats right behind the dugout at Wrigley fucking Field. It could have like, been a White Sox game. Just make it a White Sox game. <laughs> Idiots. I'm a player for the White Sox. Not worth it. Not worth it. Go to dinner. (laughs) And then, of course, dad's like, well, I mean, if you want something to do, why don't you do some of the many fun church activities that our neighbors do? Right. And (laughs) she's like, no, they're all God-believing plebes. Yeah. (laughs) He goes, why do you hate Jesus so much? She says, because you're a bad husband. (laughs) Also, uh, just really quick, can we talk about her makeup just for a second? Because it's pretty... She's wearing, uh, I'm going to say, four inches of makeup on her face. (laughs) It's just, it's crumbling away like she got killed by Thanos. It's insane. (laughs) It's very close to those creepy-ass masks from the wall, right? Like, just some eyes sticking out at the edge of the makeup. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So now we cut to her driving to work. The music I love so much. First of all, it's pretty sure that she's going to find a dead body at the end of this scene, but it also continues to play even as she's slip flipping through music stations on her radio. Yes. And her facial expression is like, she's aware of that. She's like, okay, yeah, this is rock and roll, but there's also like weird, creepy stalker music in the background. (laughs) (laughs) Damn, damn background noise. I can't turn it off. Yeah, so she gets to her job. She's a lawyer. She works at a law firm. That doesn't use the goddamn Oxford comma in their title that has four names. You fucking idiots. Might have noticed that. Law firms should know that. They should know the importance of that. It cost somebody in Vermont like a billion dollars last, whatever. (laughs) Idiots. Yeah, but again, the only reason we're going to see her go in and work is so that we know that she's just an angry, unreligious person. The entire, we should also point out, by the way, this entire movie is shot like porn exposition. Oh, very much. Like you found it in your dad's sock drawer. Like if I, you pop this in, you're like, oh, dad. Yep. <laughs> yeah, and, and down to the point where like, you know, like if they had just set two desks in obviously a hotel room and said, no, this is work, we'd be like, yeah, okay, that's in keeping with what we've come to expect from this. All right. (laughs) So she gets to work and she looks at her desk and there's an invitation on her desk to eat dinner with Jesus Christ at Pepino's Italian restaurant. Right. And she immediately like leans out her door and is like, Hey, Rachel, 
Uh, did a man in a long white robe show up, hole in his hands? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe a guy with a well, thorn crown. There was a there was a shepherd and like forty sheep that dropped in like Mission Impossible. But I didn't see a note. It was just a normal morning. You're weird. Oh, God. And at that, at that point, by the way, when the secretary came in, I wrote in my notes, I can tell it's not porn because the secretary isn't a good enough actress for that. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, she doesn't quite fit the standard. <laughs> and I really just wanted this to be a blind date with Jesus because, you know, a blind date with Jesus is going to be awkward as fuck. Hi, uh, Mary, right? Oh, Mary? hi. You must be Jesus. Yeah. Uh do we hug or? Oh, okay. It's, um, that's, that's fine. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Handshake. Handshake is cool. So, so your, your dad set us up. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's God. I'm sorry. What? Wow. Ah, usually I get a glass or two of wine in me before I bring this up. But yeah. Yeah. My dad is God. You want, you want some wine? Um, it's 2 p.m. That's okay. They, they brought water. Oh, you do magic. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly wine stuff. Uh, unless you're blind. I got a trip I'm, for if you're blind. I'm not blind. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Can I ask you a personal question? No. Do you love me? I'm, I actually, I said. Because no. if the answer isn't yes, I'm, I'm going to burn you forever. Okay. I'm going to go. Uh, oh, don't. Oh, don't go. Would it help if I had a teenager tell you how great I am? Mary? Teenage? Oh. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's the best that it could go. Uh, <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so it, it, it's better than it went in this movie any fucking way. <laughs> so, all right, so now she's got to call mom and she's like, I got an invitation to eat dinner with Jesus. That's so weird, right? Because apparently there's nothing else going on in her life. Uh, I really, I was hoping at this point she would dress up like an ancient Israeli prostitute and show up at dinner. <laughs> like, hey, this is, this is what you're into, right? You right? Be- he shows up. She just shoves her fingers inside of him like this. <laughs> is this? Is this what you wanted? Hey, you want Don't me to try shy. to get these other uh, these other uh, patrons to stone me? Because uh, <laughs> intercede, it'd be great. <laughs> um, but so she thinks, oh, you know what? I figured this out. It's my husband. He's tricking me. He made up the Wrigley Field thing. I am going to go to this restaurant and have dinner. She says he's getting playful again. Yeah. (laughs) Shows up to dinner in a gimp suit. Too playful. Too playful. (laughs) (laughs) He also, I mean, he made up the Wrigley Field thing, but he made up the Jesus thing too. That's fucking (laughs) weird for a playful date night. Like, all right. Let's role play, slather my body in nard cream. You know the story. <laughs> what? So, I'm going to file for divorce and pretend to be your dead friend who drowned when you were in high school. <laughs> <laughs> An evening of adventure and surprises. Yes, there you go. I love, too, the little exposition that they toss on at the end of this conversation. She's talking to her mom and she's like, what's that? How are things with my husband? Oh, you know, unreligious. Um, <laughs> And then finally, she's like, well, now that this scene is over, I'm going to hang up the phone. I feel sufficiently exposited. Bye. (laughs) All right. So now we cut to Pepino's, where the entire rest of this movie is going to take place. 
Um, we start off with a like Chef Boyer D can of an establishing shot. Oh, <laughs> the food and decor at this nice restaurant is revolting. And I I so know this restaurant because I'm from where the fuck nowhere in upstate New York and everywhere in America has a Pepinos, right? Yep. Where it's like, all right, prom night, everybody, we're going <laughs> to... <laughs> We're going to what we call a nice place. Oh, God. It's, it looks like some Domino's foray into pasta. <laughs> it's a nice Italian place. Hopefully, they'll they'll remember to defrost the Hot Pocket brand manicotti. I like the manicotti. They oh forgot God. this time. They forgot this time. It's just a chunk. It's so rough. <laughs> it's got that case still around it for microwaving. They're like, yeah. bring you a microwave table side, like guac. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how you, so you can hold it when it's still hot. Yeah, I actually wrote in here, this restaurant probably has a hot pocket of the day. So. <laughs> All right. So she shows up at this terrible, terrible looking restaurant. And it's oh. not her husband after all. It is an amalgamation of all the evil principles from 80s movies. Yes! <laughs> he looks like the coach of the bad skate team in every Mighty Ducks yep, movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, he looks like Jeffrey Jones fucked Howard the Duck. And so she's like, you know, hey, wait, am I supposed to know you? And he goes, yes, you are. And I'm like, zing, okay. Okay, movie. <laughs> Back yeah. off. He He's all just like totally relaxed about it. He's like, oh, hello, I'm Jesus. And she's like, great, I'm Nikki. And I wanted her to be like, and this is Chris Hansen. You're under arrest because <laughs> you're a predator and we've caught you now. Yeah, so she, and, and, and at this point she goes to leave, but that would mean I could stop watching this. So she turns back and she's, she's like, hey, who put you up to this? Then she starts fucking with him. I'm like, OK, at this point, for all you know, you're just picking on a mentally ill person, right? Right. He starts weeping and cutting himself. Oh, oh, right. You're sorry. <laughs> you, you did start this by admitting you're delusional. OK, that's poop. That's poop. Yeah, so... <laughs> So, yeah, so she he talks her into staying for dinner. Otherwise, there won't be a movie. Yes, it's the best. <laughs> She's like, you know what, Jesus? I got dumped for a baseball game. So you are getting a hand job in the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, show him. <laughs> also, just one other stupid fucking detail. The red wine glasses at this point are filled to the brim. Yes. Like, <laughs> yes, like, like kids a, picking their Kool-Aid. Like yeah. a six-year-old pouring a juice, like yes. dripping over, the, like surface tension red wine. Like <laughs> the people who made this movie definitely go to restaurants and complain until they get a pint of fucking wine <laughs> dripping onto the table. No, all the way to the top. All, no. All, <laughs> I can all right, here's a, full a box glass. of Franzia for the table, you fucking idiots. Go. <laughs> <laughs> and also they they spend so much time on the wine here that you're like oh are they gonna do the they're gonna pour in water and then she's gonna have wine thing because they sure are setting that up and then they don't nope upon no. reflection it, this movie just spends as much time on the water and the wine as it will on all the other food <laughs> yeah right you, <laughs> you're not wrong to think they're setting up a magic trick it's just no we really need the 40 <laughs> minutes of this movie we're gonna spend on pouring pushing forks into and slowly cutting food and drink <laughs> items in this film. Also, did did she order a Brunello di Grenada? Is yep. that what happened in the movie? 
Really? Like, I'm pretty sure the ones from Montalcino, Italy are better. Like, I'm sure <laughs> the Caribbean island wine tradition is lovely. <laughs> but, like, you're trying to be impressive about this Italian restaurant in this movie. I'll have a Brunello de Grenada. No, no you won't. No. Do you have a, a white wine from Vietnam? Perhaps <laughs> I honestly, if you guys told me the best white wine came from fucking Vietnam and the best red wine came from Granada, I could not argue. Oh, a Sauvignon Laos? No, (laughs) no, you will not. Oh, shit. Okay. And, And this is the first time I wrote in my notes... Now we get some more local restaurant commercial B-roll, and then they sit in silence for an absurdly long time. It's crazy. It's, it is genuinely a solid two and a half minutes of like B-roll and then them just sitting there staring at each other with nothing to say. And that happens so many times. Like she has to open the scene by prompting him as though he forgot he had the next line. She's like, before the wine thing that made no sense and brought the movie to a screeching halt, I had said this. (laughs) Right. Oh, and then, by the way, now that it's too late, they make the water into wine joke. Right. She holds up her wine. She's like, can you turn this into water? Right. And he, he's just like, uh, waiter, can can you switch this out? She wants water now. So like, no, you can't. You can't do it. Like, is that a directional power for Jesus? He can't he can't go back. Also, Jesus uses first names with waiters, and I'm just like, Ugh, Heath is Jesus. I knew it the whole time. Hey, Steve, come on over here, buddy. How you doing, man? How's your daughter? Oh, she's getting so big. It's crazy. I yeah. thought I'd interrupt this meal to interact with you, even though you're the help. Almost like they're human beings. Yeah, they're not, though. Who have lives. That's why you pay them. All right. So then I wrote in my notes, <laughs> they're actually discussing what they'll eat. That's what we're watching now, because I didn't know yet, right? I just didn't know. I wrote my notes in all caps. Oh, my God, something needs to happen for fuck's sake because I hadn't completely given up yet. Yep. So what you're (laughs) thinking is Jesus's opening line. Yep. Yeah. (laughs) No, this is this is anyway the movie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He just says, what are you thinking? And she actually has a great line here. She's like, I'm thinking that traditional marriage is an unrealistic societal construct and only he gets it. So like, I was like, okay, Nikki, you won me the fuck back over. I'm back in. All right. So yeah. So she's like, and then he's like, Hey, tell me about your family. And I'm like, yes, yes. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. <sighs> and again, there's just this weird, boring role play of like, well, you know, mom and dad were simple religious folks. His name was Joseph, I wanted him to like slowly raise an index card from his lap. Joseph, right? He's a carpenter, and then uh, you know, Mary. Not a lot about them in the book, really. <laughs> and then he's going like he's. She says like, "Well, you're gonna have to do better than that. You could have just read the Bible and you'd know all that. If you want to convince me you're Jesus, it's gonna take more." And I'm like, "What?" Who are you, Lee fucking Strobel? You're already wavering? I mean, like, just mental illness, lady, and go home. (laughs) All right. I'm going to need some specifics about mom and dad if I believe you're the undead god king. (laughs) (laughs) And I love how he kept ignoring her 
Jesus wordplay stuff. She kept trying to be like, oh, turn the water into wine. Aren't you fucking crucified, whatever? And he's just like, he just kills everyone with 10 minutes of angry silence. Like <laughs> he just stares at her. Like he might as well have her sit in the corner for 10 minutes and think about what she said. It's not funny. <laughs> He's like nagging her. Like it, it felt like Jesus read the game right before he came to the stage. <laughs> okay. So we, at this point, we are 16 minutes into this movie and one character just says to the other, Hey, play along with the fucking precept. Okay. I don't know how we would like write it so that I can video, but just play along for the, the otherwise we're just going to be doing this forever. And she's you're like, supposed to be Fine. convinced. You're supposed to be convinced. So let's just go. Because I have lots of apologetics. So just get, you're convinced. <laughs> <laughs> and she tries to trip him up a few times too. Like, like you remember Dwight Schrute trying to fuck with the, the Ben Franklin LARPer. She's like asking him all like these detailed questions, but he's got all the answers. He's like, I, I'm from Nazareth and Galilee cities and Bethlehem. used to move around. Read a fucking Lee Strobel book, you simpleton. We just talked about that. Well, and I love to. Okay, so her first question when she's playing along, believing he's Jesus, it's it's a question of attribution, right? She's like, "Did you really say this?" I'm like, "Are you wiki editing this?" You know, you like you could ask, hey, what's with the pee hole fish and the eyeball worms? But no, you're just going like, was that a direct quote or is that a paraphrase? <laughs> Jesus. Speaking of which, Jesus, their, their, their appetizers get here now. So the movie has to come to a grinding goddamn halt. Genuinely, the in, they are mid-sentence. The food comes over. It's like Pepino's, which I am sure is a real restaurant, was like, yeah, but like when the food comes, they stop and they acknowledge it. Well, no, we were going to have their conversation. They stop and acknowledge it <laughs> if you want to use Pepino's. Uh, all right. I guess they'll... The, and they talk about how delicious it is. Yeah, yeah and how and lovely the, display, the, the, the plating is. She also has this weird moment where she goes, you know, Larry King said that if he could interview anyone, he'd want to interview Jesus. And I would love to watch a Larry King interview of Jesus. <laughs> Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Larry King. Welcome to Larry King Live. My guest tonight is holy man to some and pest to other. Yeshua of Nazareth. Welcome to the program. Thanks. Thanks. Uh, Larry, are you? Are you okay? I am slowly receding into my chest cavity, if that's what you're asking. Right. Uh, yeah. I was at your crucifixion. Mm -hmm. You took it like a bitch. Your response. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you were like 90 back then. And only married three times. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot. You got married a lot. That's the thing. thing about me. Am I dead now? I would have to Google it. Yeah, this movie would have been so much better if it included Larry King and Jesus on a date. <laughs> that would be fantastic. I would they watch that. They would have ended up married. It would have been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or or have like have this be a bunch of Jesus on Tinder or Grinder. That would be an amazing reality show. I would watch that. Swipe left. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of which, Heath pointed something out in his notes, and it's right here after she makes the Larry King comment. There is an extra in this movie who is worth watching the entire film. <laughs> you, do you mean super happy fat guy in the background? <laughs> He's in the movie too. <laughs> he is the greatest. Like clearly some fat guy 
just took a giant shit and feels amazing. He is beaming with post-shit happiness. He's fucking smoking four cigarettes, just wiping cum off of himself. He's so happy, and he walks through the shot, and it's the best. He walks through the shot, and he very clearly is cheating out to the camera. He's practically shuffling sideways. <laughs> yes. Because you know this motherfucker heard free meal at Pepino's, and he was just like, da 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 I'm in the movie. Should I, I feel like I should strafe. He zigs back into frame. Oops, forgot my handkerchief. Huh? I, go. Right. And now I forgot my canoe. Look at this. <laughs> I'll take the escalator. Okay, and then so, and then the appetizer get there. She basically has to say, okay, so before this movie was needlessly derailed by our appetizers, you were responding to this line of dialogue. Literally. Literally, she's like, right, back to the scene. Sorry. Yes. <laughs> Why isn't Hinduism true? Well, right. Okay. So now we're going to jump into the silly ass apologetics. The first question she has is, hey, I saw this church sign. It said nobody comes on your dad except that you give him permission first. Isn't that kind of arrogant? What about all these other religions? He's like, yeah, they're all going to hell. Yep. All of them, but the Christian and, and, and not just them. The Catholics also are going to hell. And the one that he chooses to debunk is Hinduism. Well, we're going to start there. We're going to debunk all three religions. I wanted him to get side tackled by Balganesh's mouse friend. Too far, motherfucker. <laughs> the other mice in their various entourage outfits are pulling him back. He's not worth it. He's not worth it. No, fuck you. Fuck you, you made America great again, piece of shit. I heard what you said. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so... <clears throat> Would anyone care to explain how Jesus proves Hinduism to be false? Uh, nope, I would not well, like to do that. Okay, so you know how the universe um, isn't eternal? Yeah, I do know that because of the, the Big uh -huh. Bang. Yeah, the Hindus think it's eternal, so idiots. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, as opposed to the Christians who are only off by seven orders of magnitude, guys. <laughs> right, but like the general point here, he's saying like believing in false things is bad, right? And she's like, well, oh, no, exactly. So that means, and he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> we are done pulling on that thread. No, no, yes. no, 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 no. We are talking exclusively about false things that Hindus believe. That is bad. <laughs> yeah, right. No, in, in, in this movie's universe, response and rebuttal are the same thing, right? If I have words to say after you make your point, I win, right? So, yeah, okay, so that's that's his argument against Hinduism. He's like, hey, you know, uh, they believe the world's eternal, but what, how does that line up with science? She's like, oh, are we using science as the arbiter? He's like, shh, no. No, we are not. Shh. We are not. We are using it on Hinduism. I was very clear. <laughs> and also, this is where she brings up Muhammad, and his response is literally just, come on, man, Muhammad, really? Yes! <laughs> Yes, with Hinduism thus crushed into the ground, we turn to Islam, and his only <laughs> argument is, oh, get the fuck out of here. Come on. <laughs> Muhammad, say it with a straight face. Say Muhammad might be the prophet of God. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you can't. You can't. Okay. Ridiculous. No, but, okay, well, how do Hinduism and Islam match up with astronomy? Uh, they, they don't. But uh, what about, shh, we're done again. No more pulling on the astronomy thread either. Stop doing that. 
Let's rip on Muhammad a little more. Yeah, well, okay, so he also <laughs> says at this point, he's like, he's like, hey, you know, the Bible authors, over 40 different authors, they all had one consistent message through the book. I've read that book cover to cover. I would love to hear someone distill that consistent message for me. <laughs> Sum that the fuck up. It's just, it's just a weird scream, just, ah, they're coming. <laughs> okay, so... <laughs> I feel like it would just be one of those mosaics of words, and it's just mostly Jews and kill in the yeah, ones yeah, in right, the a biblical word cloud. A few other word clouds that are just like ah, <laughs> but mostly kill Jews. So okay, so here's his actual argument against Muslims. He's like, well, my crucifixion is definitely real because it was documented by Christians and non-Christians, which is. Totally not fucking true. But even if it was, that wouldn't fuck up the Quranic story because in the Quranic story, Allah uses an angel to swap Jesus out at the last second, right? Like that wouldn't right. be something the crowd would be able to notice or or, or Jesus is fucking up his misdirection, yeah. right? Ha having read that book, Muhammad is more of the Indiana Jones school of Jesus than the non-existent Christian. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> and then in a very strange turn he says what is your deepest desire and, and, and uh, she responds not sure i want to get into that which indicates it's fuck stuff right <laughs> yes uh, like yes suddenly it was porn exposition I, uh, I wanted her to answer right away just be like dvda Oh, <laughs> I feel like you just wow. tricked me into saying that really fast. Uh, uh. Do you guys feel like you're missing out on DVDA, by the way? Like not having a vagina? I feel like I'm, that's like a, that's like a big. I'm missing thing. out on a lot not having a vagina. Yeah, yeah. it's not fair. It's tough being so, a man with no vagina. <laughs> what they say. That's what they say. Yeah, that is what they say all over Twitter. All right. <laughs> so, but then, okay, so his argument here, I guess, is that everyone in the world's deepest desire is to be loved by God, and you can't get that from Muslims because they're all wrong and shit. Therefore, Christianity is right. <laughs> she tries to big screen TV, too. He's like, well, you know, it's been, she's like, big screen TV. I didn't say DVD. DVDA, you know, that, that region of DVDs. <laughs> and he's like, come, stop. We're going to do the love. <laughs> Well, the love by God thing. I don't want to get too personal and dig in here further. Are you having orgasms? <laughs> She's like, Matt is a good husband. He's like, describe the orgasms. <laughs> like, seriously, they're uh, liar, too slow. It's like a happy sneeze. Nope. And <laughs> well, yeah, okay. Still too slow. Like, you thought about that while I was saying to No, that doesn't count. I didn't Google it. You Googled it. <laughs> You're Jesus. And... And then we broach the subject of atheism. She's like, yeah! oh, you're right. Hinduism and uh, Islam are wrong. Those are the only other religions than Christianity. So maybe atheism is right. Which is obviously ridiculous because the world is too perfectly designed. Oh, for fucks. Okay. Yeah. Basically, he says, well, if that's true, then you're left explaining why I don't know how biology or physics work. Huh? <laughs> what? Uh, yeah. Great, let's talk about some other physics. Shh, done with that threat. Stop doing that. <laughs> right. Stop it. Well, no follow-ups. He goes, he goes Sarah to Sanders of Christian apologetics. 
And and then he fucking follows it up. He's got to quote a fucking scientist. He needs a scientist on his side. So he plucks one from the mid-1700s. Yes! Oh, um, Mr. Black Hole PhD from 1700? Who was that? It was. Uh, I believe he's talking about John Michel, the first guy who ever actually proposed the concept of the black hole mathematically that ever like okay. presented it and published work. He did that in the 1750s. Right? I mean, they could have named the guy if they wanted to name the guy. They didn't, which is weird. But, I yeah. think they were trying to make it harder to, to disprove with Google. So basically okay. <laughs> he says, hey, you know the guy who came up with black holes? He did the math and the odds of the universe existing without God are one in a trillion, 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 gazillion, billion, million, zillion to the 10th power times 10 <laughs> plus yeah, infinity. And I would love to hear how he figured out those odds. All right, right. So what's the odds of things? Uh, well, how many not things are there? Lots. Uh, that's a bunch. Right. He's just sliding beads on an abacus. All right, we're out again. I need like, I need like a couple hundred more beads. We'll keep going. I wanted her so badly when he says that giant number for her to just be like, right, but... It, if the possibilities are infinite, zzz, zzz. <laughs> oh, but what about the anthropic principle? Zzz. Long word, long zzz. word. I don't right. want to go to that store. They have tights for women. I don't. Want to <laughs> <laughs> it's an anthropology joke, everybody. It's an anthropology joke. Hey, the waiter's coming. Shut up! Shut up! Shut, yeah. shut up. Literally, right, right. In the, in That's what happens midst. next. Yep, he says. Are you looking for God? Oh, never mind. Waiters here. Yeah. Well, so, okay. So apparently all she needed was the one scientist from the 18th fucking century to dismiss all of atheism. At this point, even Ray Comfort's coming on going, oh, come on, guys. It's going to take more than that. And <laughs> then she hits the uh, all religions are roads to the same place bit, right? Like she, the argument from the coexist sticker. And that's where he's <laughs> like, yeah, but if, you, if, if that's true, then how come only ours gets you to real God? And she's like, fucking what? And then the waiter shows up. And then they go splitsies, which made Heath very upset. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. They never agreed to share anything. She was never like, yeah, I'll have hat. Like, thanks for the fucking salad. I don't suppose you want some of my fucking braised short ribs that are way better than your stupid fucking salad. And that's why I ordered them for me to eat. Do you want half of that? Now I have to, obviously I'm obligated to offer half of this awesome thing that I got that we didn't agree to share. But Fuck the, you. The important thing though, is that Heath chooses not to be married though, because it's a construct. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, and I'm writing in my notes at this point. I'm like, you know, guys, you could have the food arrive at natural lulls in the conversation rather than having her restate the last thing she said after each interruption, leading me to believe that the food just showed up when the food was done. Absolutely. Again, the Pepinos <laughs> guy was like, and I don't want people thinking I got slow service. So the food comes out <laughs> when the food's ready. Have you... Have you considered renaming the movie A Perfect Stranger Who Takes Her to a Lovely Dinner at Pepino <laughs> on I-95 right next to the stop and Yeah, shop. right. We're not putting directions to Pepino's. Well, then the food comes when it fucking comes. <laughs> Ungrateful little bastard. So, and I this is your where church like dinner and this is what you do for me. <laughs> and this is where Jesus is going like, um, he's like, no, 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 there's no way to God or, or there's no path to God, but there is a way to God 
And I like I'm like, you're doing pedantry wrong. Those are synonyms in this particular instance. What the fuck are you talking about? And it never made more sense, did it? I literally wanted Noah to lean in from a table and just be like, that's not pedantry. That's distinction without di- you're just doing a word trap. Bag. Trust me, I know. I've, I've literally been grading your conversation. I have notes, but I can tell you this is not a gotcha. And then he asked her to tell him all about that time that she was a naughty girl. Mm, I was back in. <laughs> oh, when when he when she tells the story of she's like, yeah, so I dumped a milkshake on my sister and then my father spanked us both raw. And yeah, I was back on board there too. Is that what you're <laughs> Yeah, and it's a, but about? very clearly right away here we realize that we're using physical abuse as a metaphor for God. Yep. <laughs> yeah. He only physically abused me once in a while is what she says about her dad. Yeah. And, and Jesus is like, so your dad was a lot like God then, I guess. Yes. Like, what, what was that supposed to mean? He, is he admitted like just God and Mary at Walmart <laughs> trying to deal with Jesus <laughs> having a meltdown all angry? <laughs> well, it's the argument from God, the abusive husband, right? God wouldn't punish you if you didn't make him. Right. If you had God's dinner ready at 6 p.m., we wouldn't have gotten a beaten. Right. He wouldn't have been so mad. Also, I wanted Jesus to follow up and be like, cool. So your dad spanked you. Reasonable. Did your dad ever like, I don't know, burn you in fire forever? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's where this is going to fall apart. Like, even if even if it's 2005, which is way too late to still be OK with spanking. But even if it is 2005 and we're in the middle of Kentucky somewhere and hitting your children's a thing. My dad does the burning and fire for everything. If we insert that here, it's insane. <laughs> so. And then there's some more B-roll so we can all pretend that there are different scenes in this movie and that one's over, right? Practically mid-word. He's like, <laughs> which is why. Did, and by the way, we have to talk about the B-roll of this. Everyone in this movie has... Never been in a restaurant before. Never seen has, a restaurant. Yeah. Was recently <laughs> released from some kind of hospital situation. <laughs> There's a girl and it's, I watched it. I cried with laughter. I could not stop watching it. She starts to raise a fork to her mouth. She laughs, right, at whatever someone has said. And it's a bad fake laugh. But she's still trying to put the fork in through the fake glass. And she's like, she's stabbing herself through the cheek. I'm laugh eating people. Like she might as well eat the fork too and just be like, yes, human fork. Delicious. Waiter, a new fork. There's a soup in my fly. (laughs) (laughs) Tentacle comes out and just whips a knife into her mouth. And then once again, she opens the scene by summarizing the last point, right? So she's like, so wait, are you saying there's no, there's nothing we can do to earn God's love? And he's like, let's go back to the Muslims. I'm like, that's a good start for an answer in Kentucky. (laughs) (laughs) Right. And, And okay, you have to help me here. Is the argument that like Muslims don't know the exact amount of prayers they're supposed to do, so they're wrong? Yep. Yeah. And they give to the poor, but. But they don't know the exact right amount. It's uh, it's a nickel. They don't even have nickels. Fucking dumb dumb. <laughs> that seems to be the argument. And then we get a little more. You know, no, this is a different scene. B roll. Uh, yes. 
I, I, like at this point, I'm writing my, my, in my notes. Is there an event horizon of a black hole right outside my window? How am I only 28 minutes into this? I was so just thinking about you guys watching this movie made me so happy because it's <laughs> every time you think something's going to happen, there's just a shot of three incredibly ugly people putting like Italian food in their ear holes because they've never <laughs> eaten before. And then they're talking about the exact same fucking oh. thing again. Uh, I was bleeding profusely from my foot at this point. Just <laughs> pouring blood. All right. So this is the part too, where he goes like, um, he starts doing like, who's the best person and the worst person you can think of thing right now. The best person she can think of is mother Teresa. I'm like, and, and, oh. and that struck me as like, remember in the GOP uh, primary debates when they asked him like what woman should be on the money and all of them are like, fuck my mom. I don't know. A woman. Shit. <laughs> and Hats. Sarah Palin's like all the women. No, that's stupid. <laughs> that make sense. Carly Fiorina. Here. Are you saying yourself? Miss Fiorina, are you saying yourself? <laughs> Is that because that's the only woman, you know, my daughter, I killed her. So she can be on the money because she's dead. Can't so, be on money if you're alive. <laughs> All right, and then and then she gives a, a pretty good answer for worst person. She gives Hitler, but like eventually, well, yeah. She she says she says I don't know worst person, Bin Laden, Jeffrey Dahmer, maybe maybe Hitler. Like she's not ready to say Hitler, <laughs> right? For sure, Dahmer, Dahmer had seventeen victims. I'm pretty sure that's the number. Hitler's numbers are disputed. It's hard to say. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with you? I really like her to be able to pick one of those. <laughs> yeah, so she does eventually settle on Mother Teresa was the best person. Hitler was the worst. And then he's like, okay, so where do you fall on the scale of Mother Teresa to Hitler? She puts herself dead in the middle. Ooh. <laughs> I'd kill half the Jews. Yeah. <laughs> like Between Thanos. killing none of the Jews and six million of the Jews, I'm about halfway. She's she's also like, look, I mean, I get, we I know we've brought this up before, but Mother Teresa's a terrible goddamn person. So she's midway between a person who tortured the disadvantaged and weak and person who tortured them more. Right? <laughs> person who arranged for camps of such a thing. Yeah. Jesus. But the point is, is he's like, yeah, but uh, compared to God's moral standard, you guys are all pretty fucking awful. You, Hitler, yeah. Mother Teresa. Yeah. So the point that he's <laughs> making here is that compared to God, Hitler and Mother Teresa are the same. But again, even on that insane scale, like, no, it goes up to 11 of goodness. They're not the same. You don't get to you don't get to just be like, no, you see, I'm doing it. Logarithmically. Right. Yeah, right. yeah, I can't use the fucking size of the perceivable universe as an argument that I'm really close to Eli right now. <laughs> Actually, my, my dick is huge if you try to look at it with a microscope. Yes, so <laughs> please say that. Well, and also, this is not an argument in favor of your religion. It's an argument against your moral standard, right? So your moral standard is so fucking high that there's pretty much no difference between Mother Teresa and Hitler, right? That's That means the moral standard needs to go. 
Oh, I really wanted somebody at the next table to stop and be like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's, you need, Hitler is bad. Bin Laden is bad. Stop being weird. So you need to say what I just said. Say it back to me. But I'm just saying they're all the same kind of bad. Good, good, no, God is good no and bad on both sides. On both sides. It's plenty of good people. <laughs> And then he gets all like pissed off with her and he's just going like, so what? You want a universe with no inherent sense of justice? And she's like, you mean the one that we live in right now? He's like, stop changing the subject. We're not talking about reality. This is religion. Damn it. His actual response is, so you're fine with 9-11? <laughs> and look, Jesus, Fucking I don't like to give notes, but maybe don't bring up 9-11. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Oh, one of us is omnipotent, isn't he? Shit, my bad. Um, yeah, and also I love the idea that fucking dinner with Jesus is just like Jesus has nothing to say that you wouldn't have found on a door-to-door missionary's flow chart, right? Jesus has no original thoughts or anything. Right. But all of this is leading to God taking the penalty on himself. <laughs> And I, I wanted him so badly to just be like, you know how your dad used to spank himself instead? <laughs> when you were really bad. <laughs> so, I mean, God kills himself is basically what they're saying, though. Yeah. I mean, to, God's, God's like the good guy from Les Mis. <laughs> Javert. Remember? <laughs> what the fuck? Well, and he gets the, like, as fucked up as that point is, he actually finds a fucked up way to get there. He's like, Let's say your daughter grows up to be a heroin addicted murderer. Yes! Fucking what? Oh my God. He's like, okay, I got an example. This will clarify it for you. Your daughter, she's hooked on heroin. She's sucking dicks left and right. I'm talking <laughs> ass to ass. And she's just, she's stealing quarters out of the bottom of your purse. And you could just see the cum on her old stained clothes. There's blood coming out of her rectum. Would you still love her? I'm going somewhere with this. I'm Jesus. <laughs> yeah, what? what's the argument there, though? Like, God made the daughter at that point, right? And made her take heroin. So now he has to to kill her, but, but also he has to kill himself. Or no, me, I'm Jesus, so he killed me. It's not clear. Now you owe him now. You're welcome. You owe God now for what the thing I just described. Yeah, right. Well, eventually this works around to like, but you love your daughter. So even if she was a heroin addicted murderer, you would die in her place if you could. Right. And I so wanted the mom to go, well, no, not if she was yeah. a, she murdered people and shit, but she's like, of course I wouldn't. He's like, it's just like that. And I'm like, wait, wait, is mom also the jury, the judge, the legislative branch and the fucking executive in this scenario? Because then... <laughs> I'm just picturing a flash cut to her standing up and shooting herself in the head in the middle of the trial. Don't worry, everybody. I got this. <laughs> nope. You're free to go, daughter. Also, like that just because that's emotionally true, like wouldn't you take your daughter doesn't mean it's just right. We wouldn't yes. want a legal system where you could be like, Hi, I'd like to swap these. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it defeats his whole point all she has to do is say yeah but we wouldn't want a system like that right and he'd be like oh yeah I escaped from the hospital I got this suit from a mannequin I fucked what's more manicotti <laughs> but of course she's super convinced at this point so she turns to him and she asks the very important question she's like what does God want from me and I'm like, 
aspects, maybe? I don't... I, I, it, it, your eternal loyalty and trust. Yeah. And 10% of your money. That would help. <laughs> and vote Republican. But other than that, just mostly just trust. Exactly. But she's still not quite grasping the whole Trinity thing. Um, she's like, wait, I still don't get the whole you're God, you're I'm God's youth. And he's like, no, 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 yeah, I'm God. And she's like, oh, right, I suddenly remember that you're insane. Let me escape. Yeah. She's, I wrote in my notes, oh, sure, now she's going to leave. That was too far. Yeah. <laughs> so she rushes off to the ladies' room. She's talking to herself, and she's like, oh, my God, this man just told me that he was God. And then we get comic relief bathroom stall lady shitter lady <laughs> yeah she comes out and she goes all men think that they're god honey just make sure he pays for the meal and it's, we're supposed to fucking die right or did we i don't know it's it's such a weird comedic moment <laughs> it's such an insane way to insert comedy into their movie it's just like some woman comes out with toilet paper on her shoe oh boy honey don't follow me in there it's because of the great food here at Pepino's yeah, my, wife, my wife's in the movie my wife's in the movie and she does some of her great stand up you hear me she does yeah, some of her fantastic right stand-up. right yeah exactly I feel like they're like they, they probably said also I want to show them how clean the bathrooms are in, in one of the scenes you got to figure out a way <laughs> yeah okay so then she comes back out, and now she we have the moment where she's like she's torn between the exit and d- dessert. Dessert. <laughs> it's yeah. the best. I mean, leave because this is a crazy person. But dessert did. I mean, like yeah. I don't know. Well, at this point, <laughs> Heath is never related to a character in a movie we've watched more. Oh. <laughs> I, mean, I was torn. I'll I hold on torn. to my steak knife. They have tiramisu. <laughs> but, but yeah, she's looking at the exit sign and then like thinking about dessert. And then she looks over back at fucking Jesus and he gives away two full glasses of Brunello. And then I was furious at that point. I was like, all right. I mean, this is maybe like Granada. Trinidadian and Toboggan <laughs> Brunello. But still. All right. Well, I feel like if this movie's going to take a piss break, then so am I. But first, let me give what we're terming act three for the purposes of our formula, the hard sell here. Did that fish look undercooked to you? Should she have gone with a carbonara? What are they thinking in terms of dessert? Find out the answers to these questions and very little else when we return for the time-dilating conclusion of (laughs) The Perfect Stranger. Order salmon with Brunello. Go fuck yourself. Get a steak, you fucking (laughs) beef. God damn it. You know, as one watches The Perfect Stranger, one can't help but wonder what they might do in that situation. Well... I don't know about you, but here at God Awful Movies, we have a doodly-doo for just such a situation. Noah, please sit down. I'm Jesus Christ. You are, huh? Yes. And I want you to know that although we've always been... Okay. Uh, Well, Noah, I want you to know that No, no, fuck you and your baby cancer-giving eyeballs. Okay, look, I, I know that Fuck you, you and your baby questions. cancer-giving, plague-causing, negligently homicidal, homophobic, anti-science face forever. Okay, I'm gonna go. No, 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 I'm just getting started here. <sighs> Heath, sit down. I am Jesus Christ. Cool, cool. Heath, uh, I'm going to get the linguine. Ooh, uh, the calamari, too. Is the calamari good here? Have you been here? Because when calamari is good, it's amazing. 
but I don't want to have it if it's going to be, you know, it gets like uh, rubbery Heath, did, someplace. Did you hear what I said? I'm Jesus Christ. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, and I'm Heath. I uh, heard you. Um, did you hear what I said about the calamari? Like, how is it? I feel like you've been here, right? You said you'd been here. Is it it's good? It's fine. Okay, I'm going to get the calamari. Okay, I want to talk to you about and, your... And the garlic bread, obviously. I'm going to get the garlic bread, too. Eli, please sit down. I'm Jesus Christ, and quick question. No, no, you can't fuck my hand holes. Okay. Well... No, I won't magic you handholds to fuck. Okay, okay. You, you want to talk about your soul? Nah, I'm good. Okay. And we're back for more of this shit. When we last left our hero, she was eyeing the exit door longingly in the only convincing acting she'd done in the movie. Uh, but when we rejoin her, she's decided <laughs> to stay uh, so she can demand that Jesus prove he's the unique son of God. And... Have a cannoli. <laughs> well, well, she's there anyway. <laughs> yeah, she says, just bring me a cannoli after he orders dessert. Yeah, so first of all, the singular is cannolo, idiot. Cannoli is plural. <laughs> but who gets just one? I fucking hate you. One cannoli? Really? That's a multiple. You get a plate. It's one mozzarella stick? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get a wing. Yeah, screw the cup. Pour it in my hand for a dime. All right. So, yes, they're actually ordering goddamn dessert. And then, and then he's going to go ahead and prove it, right? He's going to prove he's Jesus. He's going to prove that Christianity is real. Uh, question, is he going to prove it by, you know, using his Jesus magic? Well, well no. She's like, yeah, just, you know, prove it with one little magic thing is all that it would take. And he's like, but then what? And she's like, uh, then I'll definitely... Believe in you? I don't get the question. Yes, prove it. Prove it one time and we're all on board, you cryptic fucking asshole. Just do one thing. Well, right, but see, that's the thing. It's a movie. They're trying to convince us, not her. So he has to do it through the Bible. So he says, okay, let me ask you this. Did you ever read the prophets? And she's like, yeah, I actually do remember the Greek misinterpretation of Jewish fables about people who ate poop and scrolls and were therefore deemed trustworthy by people 2,000 <laughs> to 4,000 years ago. What are the odds? And he's like, isn't it amazing that they predicted exactly what would later be retrofitted onto me? He says they predicted crucifixion before the Romans invented it. What? I want to be there for that revelation. <laughs> <laughs> My brothers, I've had... A vision. Oh, you a vision. All right. All right. Tell us, brother, what did you see? It's the Messiah. He shall die on the cross. He'll, sorry. Sorry. Uh, did you say he'll die on the cross? Yes. What? What uh, is that? Yeah. The, I don't think that's a thing. The, what do you mean? The, the uh, cross. Hundreds of years from now, the, the Romans, they'll make a great cross of wood and they... They shall nail him to it. Okay, gross. Yeah. Why, though? Like, to to hold him up? Like a decoration? No, no just the, the hands and the feet. Technically wrists, but... Right, okay. Um. Well, then you need a square, right? Or, like, a, maybe an axe for, like, a spread eagle. Right, so, yeah, okay. No, yeah. it's a one nail for both feet, like, on top of each other. You're trying to save well, money? I mean, that, that seems silly. 
why not do the hands with one nail too? I mean, just kill people with like a lowercase L. Yeah, at that point, I could call it the stick of death. Okay, you know what? You guys aren't taking this seriously, and if you're not going to take it seriously, I'm not going to tell you about how they break your legs to smother you. Okay, well, none of that makes sense. This like is crazy. they put your nonsense. broken foot in your mouth and you choke. You know what? Never mind. <laughs> That's what I was picturing too. It seems weird. Same time, guess. Also, what part of the fucking Bible is he talking about? Who knows? Ah. Oh. Yeah, this this may be the dumbest fucking apologetic I've ever heard, and I've heard but trees, though. <laughs> Jesus. And then we start talking about Peter Jennings. We will spend the rest of the movie basically talking about Peter Jennings, won't we? Enemy of the people. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I had to look this up. There was like a Peter Jennings special about like a historical Jesus, and apparently the Christian's lost their goddamn minds about it. When I looked yep. it up on Wikipedia, it's like uh, Peter Jennings mentioned Jesus in passing and then the controversy page is 98 pages long. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, yeah, but no, it was a big deal when it came out in a sense because it's like, yeah, here's what we know about Jesus. Notice it doesn't have anything to do with him being the son of God or rising from the dead, right? Um, <laughs> so they're going to basically spend the rest of the movie refuting that documentary. Right. <laughs> His opening here is, well, according to Peter Jennings, either I was God, lying, or crazy. And I wanted her to just be like, that's true. One of I those mean, things is true. <laughs> it could be a combo. It could be, you could be lying and crazy. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Or any number of other things. I mean, like, I think it, I can come up with 11 other possibilities that start with the letter L. But yeah, yeah. He does the lunatic liar or Lord Gambit. And then he's like, well, no, I did. Proof that I was gone. She's like, how? He's like, I rose from the dead. She's like, yeah, but there's no proof of that. And she's like, he's like, stop being a, a bitch about it, though. Well, actually, the waiter shows up. Before well, you're right. Can. Right. <laughs> it's so good. Right when he's doing that, he's like, I'm a zombie proven. Oh, hello, waiter. I'm not. You heard me. Did you hear me? What did, what's the last thing you heard me say? Like, and it, this is. By far not the worst moment of this dinner that the waiter could have showed up for. It could have been like, <laughs> I love Hitler. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, your own. We're friends. Your daughter's Sorry. getting so big. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the waiter's yet? pretty cool. Because I can tell you, as a server, that wouldn't be the top 10 weirdest conversations no. I heard on a shift. If I walked over <laughs> and someone was like, I'm a zombie, I'd be like, Cool. I'm just gonna take your bread plate. Just lift so. your lift your arm. Sorry, get your bread plate. Thank try you. not to try not to eat my brains. Yeah, and then okay, so they pause for an absurdly long time because the dessert got there, and the fucking manager of Pepino steps in and says, "Ah, it's very quick the dessert here, huh?" And then he walks off. Perhaps you would both like to take a bite at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> really chew it. Really savor it. Savor it. <laughs> More savoring. Maybe make the yummy eyes like the, oh, yeah. There we go. Now you can go back to talking about whether or not Jesus is the born risen God. <laughs> and at this point, too, she, she had said, well, you know, I rose from the dead. And she goes, well, you are alive. And this movie is so stupid. I can't imagine what point they're trying to make with that observation. Well, he is alive. He's not dead at all. So you'd have if you rose from the dead, you would have to be alive now. So everything does track. Like, <laughs> yeah, this all makes sense. I think that's I where they were going. 
I can't dispute that. <laughs> right. and, and then he says, he says just the facts. No, no, but no. he says it. He says, the disciples didn't expect me to rise from the dead, even though I told them I was going to rise from the dead. Really? <laughs> yes. Seems like if you told them that's, well, what they would I, I mean, I, I read the Bible, though. The disciples were profoundly stupid, right? Like, even after the third time he did the fish trick, he's like, but we're not going to have enough fish. Guys, <laughs> did you see what I did with the fish the last fucking time? Jesus, I'm just going to do that again, obviously. I want to shuffle the fish. Let so- me shuffle <laughs> <laughs> And then we get the argument from, no, no, the Romans were awesome at killing people. They wouldn't have accidentally not quite killed me on the, cruci- on the uh, cross there. We did this to a guy in Mississippi last year, and he's like, no, trust me, Romans, finish the fucking work. (laughs) So, and then, and here's an actual fucking quote. He says, uh, she's like, well, what if all the disciples were just lying about seeing you risen from the dead? And he goes, so you're saying to me that the people who launched the greatest force for good the world has ever known did that based on something they knew to be a lie? I'm like, no, we were talking about the people who launched Christianity, bro. Not fucking Pornhub. <laughs> I just wrote in my notes, uh, someone hasn't watched Wild Wild Country. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Jesus. He goes, did you know that every single one of the disciples was eventually persecuted and murdered for their belief? And she's like, is there any evidence of that? And he's like, are you calling Peter Jennings a liar? <laughs> People die for a lie all the time. People are fucking stupid, right? Like crazy and lying. We were just talking about this. Yeah. I don't understand that argument. And and sometimes people died because the Romans just wanted to kill them and it really wouldn't have mattered what they said at that point, right? Right. And we're hearing all of this through secondhand sources hundreds of years later. So we don't know what the fuck that maybe Whoa. Peter was like, he was just a guy. He was just a guy. Please, 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 please. He was just a guy. He was just a guy. He was just a guy. And they killed him. Right, right. Exactly. And since we only have even that one suggested secondhand bullshit motivated record of a single apostle getting killed, there's no re- reason to say all of them did. You're just making shit up at that point. Anyway, but because this movie doesn't do rebuttals, she moves on constantly. It's like she makes a great point. He says some weird, dumb bullshit. And she's like, "Okay, moving on. Stop moving on. (laughs) Jesus. So, okay. so then she moves on to all the horrible shit that this greatest force for good the world has ever known did through history, which, again, is not proof that God doesn't exist or that it does. But the response is that. All the Christians from the pogroms and the crusades were not true Scotsmen. You no, right. See. They were no, those they were Scotsmen incorrectly. <laughs> you see, they don't. And she literally, count. she's like, she literally basically goes, that sounds like bullshit. And he's like, yeah, yeah, it's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about something else? <laughs> what about the fact that like, a whole bunch of your followers are terrible, terrible people for society. And he's like, what about that? <laughs> and she's like, I Greatest. I didn't have a follow-up. Do I need a follow-up to that? <laughs> what? You gotta, you gotta finish your cake? <laughs> no, and he won't. Eat that fucking bite of cake. Yeah, no, my, he's holding a really good-looking bite of strawberry amaretto cake on his fork for like 20 minutes here. I will stab you. I'm so mad. <laughs> And this is the point where both Eli and Heath's notes just descend into insanity. 
because he said something about like, I wanted all my people to live like new people in the land of whatever, but they didn't. And then she says, wait, what did you mean by live like new people to which Eli has written in the notes as a cue? What do you mean? You people? <laughs> oh, I thought that I thought that is what he said, too. He didn't say Thank you. you. No. Thank you. He said, Only Jesus can say savior. You have to say savior. Savior. <laughs> I wanted a black waiter to be standing right there. They're just like, oh, <laughs> yeah. And so this is where he tries to suggest penetration. Yeah. 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 She, he says that God, she needs to let God inside of him. She needs to stop clenching up so much. Yeah. Woof. Uh, he says, live inside you. And I wanted him to just keep going, you know, wear your skin, kiss your loved ones like they've never been kissed before. You're making it weird. <laughs> you need to let God fuck your husband. You watch. You watch. And then Heath gave up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This Heath, is the, like, would you I'd please mostly, do a yeah. dramatic writing of your notes for us here? Uh, sure. Sure. Here's exactly what was going through my face. Right now, while I was trying to watch this. <laughs> God fucking damn, it was so bad. So, uh, I hate this movie so much. Like, I really, really hate it. This is the least pleasant time in my life. <laughs> I'm so unhappy right now. Should I bite off my hand so I can go to the hospital? <laughs> no, that's too extreme. Okay, what if I get arrested for something small? I could get out of doing the rest of it like that. I'm going to go out and dick slap a cop, but kind of soft. <laughs> Is that a good idea? No, still probably a little too much. Googling very small crime. <laughs> and then I learned there's a Netflix show called Small Crimes. I'm going to watch that instead. <laughs> Did you guys know Boogie Nights is on Netflix now? Love that movie. Going to watch Boogie Nights. Meth looks fun. So does porn. Let's watch porn instead of Christian movies from now on. <laughs> so that was my next half hour. You know, I had a thought during this because I kept thinking that this was about to be porn. And I thought, you know, what would be great. We could start a Christian porn company. Right. So it's like regular porn that has a Christian message at the very end. And then so we get Christians to finance all our porn because they'd be like, yeah, sure. We, that's a great way to get the sinners. But then we also release a version that doesn't have that ending. <laughs> I think that'd be a great idea. All right. So, but now she is pretty much already like convinced. She's like, you know, I've never heard anything like this before, it, even though it's the exact same thing that every Baptist says, if you let him talk for five minutes and he's like, I know, I know it's because nobody would sit all the way through it unless they had Patreon donors paying their rent. And they had already <laughs> promised last week that this was what they were going to do and didn't realize the boogie nights was on Netflix. Heath stopped Such watching the movie. movies before they did them. So <laughs> they were all sort of stuck because they started watching on a Thursday. It's been a busy week. Just got back from Chicago. So, <laughs> so. Yeah. And now it's time for the movie to end. I'm fucking kidding. No, it's not. They're going to have after dessert coffee for fuck's yeah. sake. <laughs> yeah. I actually caught the word coffee here. That's about all I caught in the movie. And I was like, oh, I'm going to make myself some coffee. It was fun. So what are you guys doing with coffee, by the way? I've been going back and forth with Chemex and French press. <laughs> Yesterday I used Chemex, so that was good. Um, I'm grinding at a number 22. Ooh, all right. my grinding Eli, what are you doing? 18 myself. 18. You're doing an 18? Yeah, because I make Nespresso a lot. That's a mistake. Okay. Oh, for espresso? Nope. 
I use it for everything, for, but oh. I tend to use the AeroPress quite a bit. You don't know so. what you're doing. You're all right. You're doing it at like at like a hundred. That's this degrees. movie. Yes, That's right. I was going right. to say. I was going to say if this was if one of you guys was Jesus, that that you would have this movie on a, in a fucking in a fuck on a fucking lockdown there. Um, but yeah, yeah, no. So we can't. But we got to do better than that for our podcast. Jesus. Then a little more B B roll. Or actually, this is what I wrote in my notes. And then a little bit more B-roll, followed by a lot more B-roll. Oh, my God. It's amazing. Also, there's definitely a she wants to fuck Jesus to the rest of this movie. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, the dinner's over and the coffee's kind. She's won over. Like, she keeps being, like, crazy. This has been so amazing. It's like, what do we do now? <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not, I, don't, I don't know. Do you have any idea? Well, and here's the thing, though. The guy who's playing Jesus in this is also the guy that wrote this movie and produced this movie. Oh, so, so what happened here is, is he paid this girl to pretend to be attracted to him, right? He's like, and then and then from here on, you want to fuck Jesus really bad. And she's yeah. like, why would I want to fuck Jesus? You go, because I'm paying the bills and you want to fuck Jesus bad. Oh, it's <laughs> nonsense. She She's doing the conversational equivalent of faking an orgasm. Just like <laughs> staring at him, nodding. Uh-huh, you are interesting. This is fascinating stuff. Oh, <laughs> gross. You are good at poetry. Let what's me read your, another one. What's your fourth favorite Pokemon? Um, <laughs> okay, now I feel attacked. <laughs> poetry thing was on the line, but we crossed it to Pokemon. <laughs> Now we're talking about why God doesn't show himself to people. Thank you. We're yeah. talking about why God doesn't show himself. <laughs> yeah. She says, well, can't God just appear to everyone? He's like, I already did that. She's like, really? That was everyone? Just that one little tiny place way before they had TV or science? He's like, that is as much as fuck off. All right. Just also, fuck off. I'm doing it right now. And she's like, well, I mean, for me, th this is on pure flicks and like <laughs> one weird angry podcast you're not just fucking <laughs> yeah but this is where he's like no no there's plenty of evidence that i'm actually the son of god i'm not going to tell you what any of it is because if you wanted to know you would already know what it is though so yeah, he, the actual sentence is people have all the evidence they need it's a matter of the heart <laughs> At this point, a part of me actually thought Noah was about to show up in my screen and roundhouse kick this guy in the face. <laughs> no, it's evidence. Fuck your heart. Fuck. Look at me. Fuck your heart. Do one real thing. Do one real thing. Do a thing. Do a thing. Now. Now. Do it now. And then she says, like, out of nowhere, she's like, but what about all those contradictions in the Bible? And he's like, for example, and she's like, oh, I don't know any, because if I did, we couldn't have me bring them up in this movie. Here, why don't I just place this beach ball onto this tee and hand you a cricket bat yes. and uh, you can just <laughs> see if you can give it your single. best. Yeah. Yeah. He says, well, I'll give you an example of a contradiction. Um, in, in one book, it says I he healed two people on the way out of Jericho. And then one in a different book, it said I only healed one. And I'm like, oh, my God, he's about to go. Jericho moves around a lot, isn't he? Is he oh, going to so use Strobel's sad. argument? He didn't. But. It was no. even worse. He's just like, well, you know, sometimes people don't mention all the people I care of blindness. Yeah. You know, if I was writing <laughs> down the word of God, I'd be a bit more accurate than the metaphor he uses, which is telling a story about going to the movies. But yes. that's me. That's me. You know how you didn't mention the ethnicity of your Uber driver during that story about the movie? Right. 
it's like, you know, when you heal a blind guy magically, you don't mention like the second one. At that point, it's irrelevant. Like you heal one blind guy is the point of the story. Well, I love that that's the contradiction they go with, though, right? Because that's the one that really throws people is like, wait a minute, this religion is bullshit. How many blind guys did he heal on the way into Jericho? You know, not something like the Adam and Eve story directly contradicting the previous chapter. <laughs> Uh, and then we have this amazing moment of almost realization where she goes, okay, but what about the fact that like evolution is clearly true and creation is tr clearly false? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> scientists are dicks. Yeah. All of them. <laughs> right. No, he said because because scientists hate Jesus so much, apparently. His argument here is that, well, the scientists don't want to be held accountable to Jesus because of the porn. Now we're done with that argument. Fucking what? Science is spite. Science was made for spite. Yes, spite exactly. that's the whole point of science, um, I guess. Darwin the wrapping a string around a finch being like, fuck you, God. Oh, I'm going to get you so good. I'm going to get you so good. <laughs> Tagging these finches. <laughs> and then she asks if there's a hell so we can reflect on where all of those spiteful scientists are going to wind up. And, and like, again, oh. it was like, all right, moving on. Is there help? No, stop fucking moving <laughs> on. Right? Stop asking like any of your questions were answered at all in this entire movie. No. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Um, and, and then he's like, oh, yeah, no, there's there's uh, there's a hell. Uh, my dad burns everybody there that doesn't love him. And she's like, wouldn't that be a horrible thing to do? And he's like, no, those people want to go to hell, and so God respects their choices. He respects their choices! Because according <laughs> to this movie, burning in fire forever is an unforced relationship. Yep. I wonder how that would work in other relationships. <laughs> hey, Noah, can I borrow your headphones? What happened to your headphones? I was trying to hear myself poop. For my doctor, and so I took the end of the cord. Never mind. Right? And never mind. No, you cannot borrow my headphones. Okay, I respect that choice. <laughs> Eli, what what are you doing? I am respecting your choice, Noah. This is not respecting my choice. This is burning me for not doing what you want. Well, Noah, forced relationship isn't a good one. So, okay, you know. okay fine. You can borrow my headphones. Jesus. I love you too. Please just don't put the cord up your butt. I'm going to put the cord up my butt. <laughs> okay, that just actually happened. I don't well, know yeah, the, uh, yeah I was going to say he didn't now. realize I had no. the recorder on in that moment. God, God respects atheism. We're not being detained. We can burn forever if we want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then she thinks about that for a second. She's like, huh, that makes perfect sense since you wrote this line for me. I suppose that explains away the problem of evil, too, huh? He's like, sure does. Moving on. <laughs> but his actual answer is that God suffered the most. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God suffered more than anyone. And I, I don't think that counts. Like, God was clearly into that shit like he's been, <laughs> he's been like whipping himself and masturbating since day one and yeah. it was good yeah but fuck that also like i don't think that matters right like 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 if i suffered more that doesn't give me the ability to go out there and smack you around a bit like, like hey man i'm open fucking hand here i got punched 
Right. <laughs> I wanted to just pull out the Pennsylvania grand jury statement. Oh, God suffered the most. Okay. Page one. <laughs> oh, God. So we're going through this. I got 900 pages to go. Yes. Come on. <laughs> no, let's not do that one. <laughs> but then, of course, Jesus hits on her real issue. Daddy problems. Yay. Dead dad club. Oh, God, I've never been so close and so far from the end of the same movie. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but so she's like, well, why did God kill my dad? And he's like, uh, you know, it was part of the plan. Ooh, what a plan. Are you still mad about that? <laughs> when my dad beat up your dad and killed him? Yes. Yeah, still kind of hurts. A little bit, a little bit miffed about the murdering my dad when I was 13. Yep. A little bit. Cool. Cool. Yeah, and then they also throw in that her parents were divorced because they they seemed to think they needed both. They had to check off both. There was an or that they didn't realize was there in the yeah. how to make a Christian movie fucking flowchart. Yeah, and, and then Jesus is trying to, like, be nice about this and, like, console her. He's like, yeah, your dad was really sad about the divorce. It almost killed, killed him to lose you because, you know, he lost custody. And then my dad killed him. So. <laughs> it's, it's weird that I said almost. It almost killed your dad, but like it did. It did in the end. I, don't know. <laughs> I killed your dad. So it's, well, it, 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 at this point, I was trying to figure out what the fuck was going on here. I realized what we were re what we were listening to there was like the writer sending a coded message to his daughter that he's not allowed to talk to until he makes up the child support, right? <laughs> that it makes no sense in any other fucking way. He's like, yeah, I bet your dad wishes that he could be around you, but that bitch mom of yours will not let him. So yep. her fault, Karen. really. Yeah. Okay. And, and again, is the message here, so divorce and my dead dad was all so that I'd end up loving you? And he's like, yeah. Yep. And she's like, oh, does that sound good when I say it? No, it doesn't sound good the way. Okay. Right. Was there any way for you, you to make me love you and not kill my dad? <laughs> giant pause <laughs> uh, you talk now because you're a serial killer felt like it was your turn I set you up to explain yourself for, uh, for being a serial killer no you have anything to be fair though you didn't bring that up until just now we didn't, okay. didn't think you want to go back to the Pennsylvania so. thing flip through that one more time <laughs> how about no, here's no, the first one moving on no okay fine the second one moving on no stop moving on no <laughs> did, stop. did you hear the Bill Donahue response, though, he says that there's not a problem. No, there isn't. Not at all. Jesus Christ. Okay. And so it, then she's like, basically, she's like, she asked him straight up. She's like, okay, so was my suffering part of God's plan or what? And he's like, let me tell you a convoluted Bible story instead of directly answering a question that makes us sound horrible as a religion if I just use plain English. It's going to be a little <laughs> bit of a. A little bit of a diversion here. It tells the story of the prodigal son. And the, the message there is like, he wouldn't have come home if it hadn't been so bad. So, yep, that's still about me. I, I keep coming back to <laughs> loving <laughs> me. Yeah, and then we, we get like a little flashback to her dad's sparsely attended funeral. It's just her there. And she... Kiss, right, she's kissing her dead dad in his coffin. That's gross. It's very weird. I mean, I, I think open caskets are very weird that you all display your dead like flowers in, in, to begin with, but it's extra weird that she's like making out with him. Yeah, do that's people, just... Do people kiss the corpse I, in an open casket? At my like, mother-in-law's funeral, one dude did it and I was just like, ew. Like mouth <laughs> kiss? Did he mouth kiss? No, it was a cheek kiss. I feel like you blow a kiss. 
if you're gonna do it, <laughs> there like you this, go. You do it. You go for or it. Or like cremate lift- the body instead of being an asshole. Lift or up donate the arm. it to science. There you go. They could use Jesus. that shit. Yeah, maybe uh, not my body, but yeah, <laughs> it's, a, it's a good be it would be good practice. But yeah, um, but then lift up the hand and high five it. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Hardy handshake. There there you go. Go. Right, we're gonna do the bump and <laughs> blow it up. There it is. All right. Ooh, we died in a suicide bombing. That's not tasteful. I'm sorry. <laughs> you don't do you don't do the open casket after a suicide bombing, Eli. I know you're not familiar with it with uh, you know your upbringing. Okay. But- here it's unrelated, but when I was in high school, a friend of mine died in a car crash and he had gotten all messed up. So they made a doll of him and put that in the open casket and it was fucking insane. That's pretty fucking insane. I literally I think it was one of the craziest moments of my childhood, just walking up to the casket and being like, Okay, I'm gonna see my friend Andy. And then it was just a doll, and I was like, Oh maybe he was oh. faking his death. Oh, that would have been cool. Andy, if you're listening, hit me up. Yeah, <laughs> Creep me the fuck out, man. And then this is where Jesus starts actually saying some super wise stuff, right? Or at least that's what we're led to believe because the sound's off and it's a montage with music playing over it now. <laughs> All right. So now she's come full circle. She believes that he's really Jesus. Also, the, the waiter would like his autograph just in case he's really Jesus. Oh, my God. And they are chairs on table, the last people in the restaurant. Yeah. Uh-huh. And there's no way the waiter wants his autograph. The waiter wants to fucking spit in his open mouth is what the waiter oh, yo, wants. They're, they're all the sort of wait staff and the cooks are all just flicking piss on him from behind <laughs> and shit. I feel like that that was just a credit card receipt, right? And he's just like, hey, can I get your autograph? Because I'm such a big fan right here below the price. Get the fuck out of here. Will you roll around on the shroud too? It's just a thing. It's just a small thing. <laughs> Bloody yourself up a little bit. Roll around. Perfect. And then she asked him to tell her about heaven. And his actual quote is, heaven is a really cool place. Jesus. <laughs> it's downright tubular. I mean, <laughs> he describes heaven like you're trying to make it seem like you enjoyed that date with your wife. You know, no, honey, that was a great place to go. It was really cool. Yeah, heaven's heaven's super super cool. Only four stars on Yelp, but you know, <laughs> some people are all dicks. the trolls. They fuck up your score. It's not a bunch of Muslims. And um, it's so funny because they can't they can't make their heaven sound good, right? This no. is your this is your big sales pitch, and he's just like, oh, you remember the happiest you ever felt? Yes, I do. It's better than that. Yeah, he says, you remember when you stood in front of the Grand Canyon and she's like, yeah, he's like, it's like that times a hundred million. In what way is it like that? Is it that much deeper? And he's like, no, just like in terms of like, whoa. And he excuses the fact that heaven's obviously an absurd concept that doesn't hold up to the slightest bit of thought by being like, it's like trying to describe snow to the aboriginals. I feel like I could do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I could do that. (laughs) So, you know, water. You guys know water? <laughs> you know, I feel like we're we have warmer a good start and now, cooler. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she goes, finally, she goes like, ah, you know, I'm still not getting it. He's like, yeah, it's because it doesn't actually make sense. It's just words that we say until people get too bored to keep asking us questions. We've really been, we've been nailing that for 2000 years now. So, and, and then quite out of the blue, it, we start talking about how she needs to quit her job because the people at her job are doing illegal things and yes 
Yeah. No, there's 10 minutes left in the movie. I feel like it's a great time to set up a plot point. That's a good talk. <laughs> <laughs> you better, better get the action going now. And Make she takes, she takes, you should quit your job so much harder than she takes hell exists. <laughs> She's like, oh yeah, people burn in fire forever, huh? No, I can't leave my job. I have an executive assistant. <laughs> I have so many sick days built up. Yeah, so many sick days. Right. Jesus rose from the dead. <laughs> Makes sense. God can love Matt when you're mad at him. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then this is where he goes to pay the bill, and she sees his crucifixion scars. Oh, yeah. There's this amazing moment where she's like, I thought they were through your hands. And he's like, no, wrist st stronger that way. <laughs> I wanted Awkward. him to be like, oh, I, uh, uh, and he just gives her the finger and runs out. Just like, <laughs> fuck you. Atheist kid and camera show. You're stupid. <laughs> yeah. So they go to leave. Uh, and then, you know, he's got to talk to the fucking valet for a little while before they can hang out. Cause Jesus is so cool. Even with the Hispanics. Right. And you're all waiting to get in the cab and everyone's like, Heath, the Uber is here, but he's too busy fucking exchanging numbers with the goddamn valet. Yeah. <laughs> um, the help. And then she says, hey, you know, you promised to tell me who set all of this up. If I sat all the way through dinner, who was it? And he's like, it was you. You prayed for me to make all this make sense. It was like 22 years ago. So it's way too late for it to help you. But yeah. What What is that flashback? Some little girl is like, dear God, please bring daddy back to life. And Jesus is like, I'm going to take this woman out to a mediocre dinner in 22 years. <laughs> Put it in the calendar, Gabriel. 22 years taking this woman out for Olive Garden Plus. <laughs> going to make it all better. I don't know. It felt like minus. Like those weren't unlimited breadsticks and salad. Like, I felt like they got limited amounts of a bunch of shit. And also, okay, so this is the part where, like, the her wanting to fuck Jesus really comes to the fore. Oh, my God. And he is <laughs> swooping out of the way of those signals like Heath at an atheism convention. She's just like, <laughs> when do I see you again? And he's like, I don't know. Crazy. Like, take a picture, right? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. See, blink, you saw me. Ah, it's fun. Can I get you? Can I get your number? Oh, here's my Facebook for, yeah. <laughs> for business. Don't write those like, you know, those long messages some people write in the message. Don't. I mean, pretend it's a tweet, like, like a tweet from a couple of years ago. Remember when it was 140? Do one of those. Yeah. Give me one of them. Max it out. <laughs> yeah. So he's but yeah, he avoids the kiss almost like fucking Neo dodging bullets. Right. Oh, it's amazing. And truly. I, this movie should be called Friend Zoned by Jesus. <laughs> right. <laughs> she actually leans in at one point and he like dodges it. And then she's in her car and she kind of like leans out the window as if she's going to try to kiss him. And he blocks it. He holds the door closed. He's like, he does. No, no. no. Hand to the forehead. He practically rolls up the window for her with his magic powers. Just, <laughs> her lips are sliding along, along the window. <laughs> Okay, night-night, bye. Well, and bye, and night, then he goes bye. to walk away. She runs out of the car crying and throws her arms around him. He's like, we're still not going to fuck. Oh, 
Oh, oh. still no. Oh. Ah, Noogie, get out of here. Uh, <laughs> who's getting a back tapping hug? You're getting a back tapping hug. <laughs> tap, tap, Top tap. Top of the head kiss. Yeah. And then, okay, so then he gets to, goes to wander into the darkness. She looks away and then she looks back. And suddenly he's wearing white Jesus robes and has the beard and everything and no longer looks like that amalgamation of 80s school principles from movies. Great timing for a magic trick. You want to wait. You want to, you want to wait till the last second. Yeah. <laughs> I, I still wanted her to turn around too soon and he's like struggling out of his pants. Oh. oh. <laughs> setting this shit up all night. And okay, so now she drives home and the movie isn't over yet. Dad had to leave the baseball game because of some vomiting of some sort or whatever. So now he's fallen asleep on the couch watching the game. And she's a good wife because she believes in Jesus now. And she's going to be a homemaker. Yeah. She's like, we'll talk about it tomorrow. But I had the best date with another man. I'm going to let him inside me. Sweet dreams. I want the husband to get all mad. Just be like, what the fuck? You smell like nard cream. What's going on? How many dicks did you suck to get all this nard cream on your face? Let me smell what? you. Let me smell you. And, <laughs> and then and then she goes in to see the daughter because she's a better mom now, too. Because, you know, of the Jesus and our inherent inferiority as human beings. <laughs> she walks into the daughter's room and Jesus is inside of her. Like, hey! <laughs> ha! Funny oh. story. Funny story. You're going to laugh. So, <laughs> all right. And we should point out, too, that when she was, like, trying to set up a second date with Jesus, he wrote his number on her on her business card, right? So she goes to pull that out, and it turns out that that, what he had written there was Revelation 320. Damn it. This better be something about where to leave my panties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she pulls out this gigantic, ridiculously big comically sized Bible and she goes to turn to Revelation 320 and I swear to fucking God they had a stunt page turner for this idiot yeah it's a she like she's trying to turn him from the top they keep tearing out of the ah no she turns from the insides she like she turns back <laughs> to the same page she was just on right she goes too far turns back to a page before that and goes back to the too far page she started on and then we cut away and she's on the right page are you spreading mayo onto the Bible? What the fuck is happening? You're the worst. Two chests. You're stupid. Also, how badly did you want her to turn to Revelation 3.20 as just a picture of Jesus' dick? <laughs> oh, oh, that was such a nice... Uh, no. Ugh. And that's it. We get the little Bible quote. The credits come on. Well, there's still 30 fucking minutes left in the movie because of the silly interview thing that they did. Uh, to make to, to to make time now, I I'm gonna be super honest. I didn't watch more than one second of those fucking interviews. Right, we're not planning on reviewing the interviews part thing. Nope, you guys the, can review them if you want. I don't uh, yep. care. <laughs> I didn't watch it. I literally the moment the screen went black and white letters were there, I pressed exit. And <laughs> yeah, walked, no walked out of my house into the sea like fucking Virginia Wolf. Oh my I'll go god, tackle a cop, whatever. I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I about. Like I said, this movie was an hour and five minutes long, and also a hundred goddamn years long. <laughs> All right. Well, I feel like the closing question is pretty obvious here. What would be your dream date with Jesus? Ooh. <laughs> hmm. Okay, I I'm thinking like a date of the five senses, like in that prodigal <laughs> son movie. Ooh, yeah. 
but like I lose a sense and then Jesus heals it. You know what I mean? Oh, there you no. go. There you go. So nice. like, like he, he fixes my blindness and then like I get, we're like tandem biking and I get paralyzed, but then he heals that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we double team a fig tree together. Yeah, right. I was thinking that that could work into the five wounds as well somehow. Oh, yeah. He's whipping out the powers for each part of the date. That's a fun. That's fun. Yeah. I, I mean, call me old fashioned, but I don't know. Just like a carnival. He curses a table full of money changers. Wins me a big bear. And we just look into each other's eyes at the top of the Ferris wheel. And we want to kiss, but his dad is watching. So <laughs> his dad's just always so young. watching. So you so grab pure. his dad's hand too, and all three of you just kind of, yeah. <laughs> and the Holy Ghost, their weird friend who never shows up, but he's there. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> getting for getting gang banged by the Trinity is again what I'm leading up to. He spoiled it, but yeah, getting gang banged oh, by the Trinity. Adrian. Almost got a DVDA. Go. He got a DVSA going. Yeah, there you or, go. Or a DASV. We can figure it out. You can all go right. one in the mouth, one in each. You, there's a lot of those configurations. All right, well, that's going to do it for our review of The Perfect Stranger, but it's not going to do it for the episode yet. just yet because we still need to rope you back in next week. So, Eli, tell us, what's on deck? The Climate Hustle. Oh, God damn it. It's going to be worse, isn't it? It's an anti-climate change documentary. Oh, fuck. All right. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 157 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per-episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful, and thereby early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help us a ton by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Aid, The Citation Needed, and The Skeptic Ride, available on iTunes, Stitcher, and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Giraffes on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions, promise to work hard to earn another chunk next week. Until then, we'll leave you with the Breakfast Club close. Jesus walked back into the restaurant and fucked the shit out of Eduardo the waiter. The next day, they got engaged and also refused a wedding cake. The Salmon was a little dry. I mean, it was good. It was good, but it just, it seemed like it could have been a little juicy. Order a white wine at that point. Oh, yep. Brown-skinned, robe-wearing Jesus was kidnapped by ice and died in custody. It's <laughs> in Kentucky. <sighs> We all did our own fucking thing. How you like that, Morgan? <laughs> sounds, sounds. How you like bad. that? Deal with it. <laughs> He's going right. to put a five and a seven together. Just, all right, assholes. There you go. There you go. Talk over each other. <laughs> nice. I call this the interrupting cast. Oh. AKA right. every other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's birds are loud. Yeah, that was like a super loud bird all of a sudden. That was nuts. Is that on your end, Eli, or not my that, bird? That's you, Heath. That's Heath's bird. I nope. Do not have. I do not have birds near me. That's definitely not on my end. Oh, okay. All right. It's nobody's bird, Morgan. It's your bird. It's your fault. Talking right away. Yeah, I mean, I know we don't need room noise, <laughs> but maybe a quick moment of silence for Aretha. Mm. Queen Did of my city. Box? 
see the Fox News posted a picture of a different black lady. Did they really? Yeah, they put up one of a different black singer. Yeah. Oh, you're fucking kidding me. Yeah. Ah. Uh, so for for years and years, whenever anybody would ask the celebrity, you know, what, what celebrity would you fuck? I'd always say Aretha Franklin because can you imagine the sound of Aretha Franklin coming? Yeah. I mean, good. yeah, that's what I thought. But now I have to pick a new person. But yeah, like, I, you know, I don't usually give too much of a shit about celebrity deaths. But, you know, I grew up in Detroit. She was sort of the queen of Detroit every time, like. You know, you know, there's, she was constantly on the news. She's doing some other like good thing for the city and opening up something or donating money to something or helping kids get to something, whatever. And and so, yeah, you know, that one, that one kind of got. Me. Yeah. It's, it's funny how like all of the secrets that got uncovered after her death were just like, yeah, she donated all the proceeds from this song to this charity. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. So it's not going to go that well when I die. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but we do still need the count, so. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2018. All rights reserved.